Welcome, guys, to episode two of the CC podcast. Uh, you got your boy KD and Young K. Um, you know, last week we had a little discussion about basically who we were, you know, getting to know us episode. Uh, today's episode is based on, you know, dignity and waiting and the pressures that you receive from social media. And, you know, we often realize that the people with millions of followers, you know, they don't necessarily have that much in value in terms of money. And it's a case where social media, everything you see on social media is basically a a mask. It's basically a facade that people use to portray a certain lifestyle or a certain kind of personality. And that doesn't necessarily correlate with how they are or who they are or what they're living in real life. So, you know, that's basically what we're talking about. So, you know, we want to do a little overview about, you know, the process of trying to become and how difficult it really is. So do you have any thoughts on, you know, how hard it is to actually get to where you want to be? Because, you know, we see all this um, misunderstanding about the amount of time it's going to take to get to a certain level that you're trying to reach. Mm. Yeah, bro, that's a a, a good question, man. I think, um, yeah, I I, I think the reality of of it is, you know, when people are are trying to build... um, the the process is long, you know, and uh, a lot of people don't really want to um, hear that. They want to hear, you know, I just got to do A, B, and C, and then you know, boom, I've got my following. You know, I've got my, uh, I've got everything that I want in life. But the thing is, like, without without hard work, you know, you 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 can't really get anywhere, man. You know, and that there, there, there is there is an element of patience, you know, and and waiting when you want to uh, uh, be something in life, you know, like uh, last episode, I think um, I, when I was talking to you about a question similar to this, um, I used, um, I used, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, designer as an example. Remember designer? Yeah. The guy that had that song, like Panda, 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 <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Jemba, he had that hit song back in the day, like Panda, Panda, Jemba. Yeah. And like, now, no one even, no one remembers him anymore because like, like you said perfectly, bro, like, his foundation, like the bricks weren't strong. Like you, you use the analogy of a house and strong bricks, you know, and the foundation to keep the house uh, strong when it's fully built. Like the bricks in his foundation were very weak. So he had no real body of work. He didn't learn how to grind. He didn't learn how to really um, be consistent and build. He just made one song and, you know, uh, fortunately, you know, it, it, it popped, which is good. That All power to him. But now he's just thinking about, oh, what's the next best hit? What's the next? What's the? He he, he never really grinded. Do you get what I'm saying? So now that he now that he's now that he's blown, it's like, okay, what do I do from here? He's not used to putting out bodies of work continuously, continuously, yeah. continuously. You know, like not every hit, not every song a rapper makes will be a hit. Not every song a rapper makes may get the same reception as as, as another song. You know, but it doesn't matter. It's about consistency and, and and still putting stuff out. And I think, you know, because because we live in a generation that's so fast paced in regards to everything. You know, you you go to the shops now. You can you can do self checkout. People don't want to wait anymore. 
just 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 line up in the queue and wait for someone to scan it for you. Oh no, go to self checkout. You know, we even have elevators these days. No one, no one wants to walk down the stairs. You, you, you know, it's actually faster to just walk down the stairs than to wait on the elevator. And it goes, uh, like, you. By, by the time you, you, you get to the end of the elevator, you could have literally ran down the stairs and, and, and got on the train. But we live in such a lazy society, you know what I mean? Everything's fast-paced, you know? Uh, you know, um, uh, oh, what's that? Oh, what's that? Yeah, debit cards, you know? Swiping it, you know, bruv, what's wrong with taking out money and giving it? Like, there's nothing wrong with it, it's convenient, but it's showing that we're lazy. There's an element of laziness, you know. We're so used to things being done now, 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 and there's no we don't see it as dignity and waiting, as you perfectly said, bro. We see it as like, oh wow, why have I got to wait? Why have I got to wait, you know? And um, I think looking at social media influencers too doesn't really help matters, you know. You're seeing these dudes with like hundreds of thousands of followers millions of followers and you know people may say oh you know uh, you're just jealous or but it's not really about being jealous every human being will can, can look at that and feel like oh man like it can make you you know um uh, look at yourself yeah. you know and, and you'll feel you know what i mean you'll, you won't feel you won't feel good about yourself you know you'll feel like oh man like this dude he's living his best life he's on a yacht with, like bare girls you know what i mean he's uh he's traveling here you know girls are feeling him he's got he's got bare love he's got but as you perfect, as you perfectly said, bro, a lot of these guys are trying to keep up with the, keep up with the Johnsons. You know, they're trying to portray a certain image and a certain lifestyle that they're really not living. You know, like a lot of these girls we see on Instagram. With all due respect, I'm not saying all of them are like that, but there's been stories of a lot of them where you know you're seeing a lot of these. You know what yeah. I mean, bro? A lot of these pen girls on Instagram. You know, and you're like, you know, in your mind, you're like, one day, bro. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a nice, a nice chick like that. You, you know what I mean, bro. You know what I mean. <laughs> you know, and uh, a lot of these chicks, man, like they're, 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 they're escorts. They're escorts. They're strippers. Uh, they're in the sex industry. Um, and trust me, man, like they're not, they're not, they're not, they're not getting on yachts pretending to be fitness uh, gurus, like, uh, gurus. Like you know, a lot of these chicks got surgery, then. They went to the gym, did a bit of workout, and they're claiming and they're claiming all of that is from the gym. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of them are doing like you know, uh, what's that flat tea tummy? You know that, uh, that, that flat no flat uh, tummy tea. You know all these, you know all that. Come on, man. There's no way <laughs> doing little promotions for those brands, getting you in a in a jet and getting you in a getting you in a in a in a in a yacht. Like come on, man. There's an old man called Bill that you're probably being an escort for, who's a billionaire, that's probably flown you out to Dubai. You know what I mean? And, I, and I'm not I'm not here to condemn these girls or, or mock them or judge them um, because no one is perfect and I haven't got the right to do that. But I'm just telling you, telling people the truth and spreading awareness, mm. you know? And you're, you're right, bro. Like, a lot of these people, put, um, they, they create an image that's just not them. And we are the ones that are, that, that, that's, that's going to get the bad end of the stick because we're just, we're just impressionable, ignorant consumers. We're just seeing what, what we see at face value. We're not seeing what's happening behind the scenes. And I think um, this topic you raised, bro, is really important, man. And I, and I respect it. I think it's a, it's a great topic, man, you know? Mm. Yeah, man. Everything you said, you see the example of humans just genuinely wanting to speed up everyday life. Like, that is a mad Yeah. And I've never, ever thought of it that way. Like, we do... I mean, I guess it's just the... 
growth of knowledge within the human race and you know the development we've gone through over time to just make everyday processes like paying for meals like not spending two hours cooking and spending just one hour or half an hour cooking like all these yeah yeah industry and it's helped us you know develop as people and it means we can devote more time elsewhere um but in terms of social media especially um you know that relates so much to you know those viral videos that you see going up and you raised the good one about panda you had bad baby with a meme you had uh, mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah you had that little tago you had sap yeah. with gangnam star so how yeah 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 negative yep. is the impact of that on the youngsters especially that Obviously, as we discussed in Young K Talks, Black Lives Matter movement, little plug for you all, you know, as we discussed that, that, like, how much of an impact does that have on our youth when that's all they see and there's no one in that educational role? Um, again, bro, I think that's a great question, man. Um, I think it has a it has a huge effect on 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 the youth because, you know, we live in a day and age where um things are so accessible now, um, and literally all they're seeing is um you know people that aren't really portraying or living a very good uh lifestyle. You know, like Bad Baby, you know, her whole come up is about her disrespecting her mum on Doctor Phil. You know, calling, you know, catch me outside. How about that? You know, literally saying, you know, oh, F you to her mom and being like unruly and disrespectful. People thought that was that was cool and funny. You know what I mean? Mm. And so her whole, the whole reason for her fame is for being disrespectful. Uh, Gangnam Style was a bit more of a, of a gimmick, I guess. But I mean, actually, I think that was a real song in, in, in Korea or wherever. But, uh, you know, uh, that, that still had a big influence on the youth because I remember being in year eight. And everyone was like, remember in school, like Gangnam Style, everyone was like doing it in the hall, you know, for banter. And uh, even with like um, Lil, um, I forgot that girl's name. Lil. Uh, Lil hey, hey. Uh, yeah, Lil. T- yeah, I'm not, I'm not really sure about the whole story behind that, how she blew, but I remember seeing her around a lot. Um, even even Takashi69, people like that. Um, uh, you know, um, um, uh, YNW Melly, do you remember? Uh, 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 murder on my mind. That guy who yeah. allegedly killed his own friends, you know, and even six nine being a snitch and saying, you know, uh, you know, send everyone to suck his dick, and like the, the youth are looking up to people like that. And I'm talking about not even just like um, um, teenagers going to young adults. I mean, like thirteen year olds, fourteen year olds. There are twelve year olds that listen to Takashi six nine, and in his music, girls are half naked. Have you seen his recent video with um, Nicki Minaj? Nah, like Nicki Minaj was. Bro, Nicki Minaj was virtually naked in the song. Like, she only, she only had a sticker covering her nipple. She was virtually naked mm. in the song. Like, that song was proper. Like, I was like, man. And a lot of the kids commenting in the comments, they're like, they're like 12-year-old kids, 13, 14. These aren't guys our age in their early 20s or late teens. These are, like, proper, like, kids just going into their adolescence. And they know so much about, you know, uh, mature things and sex, you know, profanity, uh, uh, and just dark things, you know, like my, my sister's a teacher as well, and she comes home talking about her her year eight class, her year seven class, they're already talking about sex in like, 
you know, like in, in, in very unclean ways, you know, like just, you know, banging and leaving and things. Mm. And these are kids that are like in year seven, they're 12, you know what I mean? They're 13 and they know all these things and they're, they're proper engrossed in that culture. And to answer your question, bro, I think it's, it's having a very, uh, a very detrimental uh, effect on the, on the youth because they feel like this is the lifestyle to live. You know, they, 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 they see righteousness and being good as something that's boring, out of touch, uh, uh, you know, meh, you know, but they, it's like they, 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 they appreciate and respect evil. They respect gangster rappers. They respect, you know, uh, 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 stripper rappers. They respect the, the little Uzis that are drugged up in their videos talking about cocaine and Percocets and they respect it, you know, but they literally do not respect someone saying, you know, there's a better way. They, they, they think it's boring. They don't want to listen to it. And it's, it's, just, it's just showing you the, the, the mental climate of the youth. Like, the, like, a lot of them are dumbed down. You can't even have conversations with them. Like they, they just, they like, they, they don't reason well. They don't, they, they, they don't analyze things well because the, because the media, the, 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 the media that the youth look at, it's not, it's not really educating them. Like you said, it's not educating them on these things properly. You know, like you said, perfectly, bro. We don't have educators, just entertainers. And that was a really powerful statement you made um, on on that Young K Talks episode, man. Because. For real, bro, like, we don't, man. We don't. And things are so accessible. You can go on the internet, type in big ass, and porn's come up. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and, and, and the kids are going on this. And you, do you know what I mean? Like, it's so accessible. Like, back in the day, you had to literally, the the the, 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 the most you can get is, uh, what, what's it? Is it, like, is it like page three on the sun? Yeah, yeah. That's like, you know what I mean? Like, of course, of course. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Of course, we were kids and we knew about the internet because we, we still came up in technology, but it wasn't, like, do you remember when you go on the internet and you have to wait for that thing to load, like AOL, yeah. and it loads like, a long time for a long time. Like we were still, in that yeah, you know what I mean. Stage, so, like, we didn't come up with, it yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, man. Yeah, we were still in the development, and sometimes you'd be sitting, on, you'd be sitting there for like five, ten minutes waiting for that to load. Now, <laughs> bang, you're on Google Chrome. Bang, you're on. Do you know what I mean? You know, now you can go on incognito. Your parents can't even see history. Like, the kids are just so like. They're so engrossed in the media, technology, and they and 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 not even and not even the positive side of it, the negative side. And we have to question who is pushing this agenda. You know who's pushing this agenda on the kids because I can't name you one one rapper, bro, that is really spitting a positive message. Uh, 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 to the to the youth, man. I could say J Cole, I could say Kendrick, I could say Logic. But that's only three out of like thousands or tens of thousands of rappers in the game or trying to come in. And it's really, it's really alarming, bro. But, you know, um, I, I, to answer your question again, bro, I, I think it's having a very detrimental effect on the youth, you know. Youth culture is just, um, it's just crazy. Even, even, even with regards to how the youth view, view authority as well. Like, oh, don't snitch, F the police. There's kids out there that's never had run-ins with the police. The police have never done anything to them. They see a police officer and they're thinking, F the police. Mm. When when they're there to serve and protect you. You know what I mean? And it's like, this is the effects of youth culture. I know dudes that have never committed a crime in their life. They see police. Oh, I don't like police. Why, bruv? You're not even, you're not on road. You ain't done nothing in your life, bruv. Oh, I just don't like police. 
you're, you're only saying yeah. that because it's cool. It's in, you know what I mean. The med- that's what that's what the media teach the youth or oh, f the police, rap culture, you know things like that. So yeah, man, uh, I, I think it's having a, a detrimental effect, man. You know, on on, on young people, bro. Yeah, man. Uh, it's important to state like the purpose of this particular episode and the reason why I've had to spread it over two parts and maybe even three is because it's so important because the kids that are coming up now, as we've just discussed, it's like they're in the, you know, the booming stage of the internet. As you explained, like when we were yeah. coming up, it was still developing. We were still raised in that generation, but it wasn't as advanced. Now you can find everything, yeah. anything on the internet. And I like everything, the development bro. that's happened because obviously we get so much exposure from pretty much no capital investment. But at the same time, if my 10-year-old uh, sibling is looking at a bunch of uh, Viners at the time or Instagrammers or YouTubers and all they can see is the viral um, creators, how's that going to change their perception on creating on YouTube or Instagram or Twitter? Like, how is that going to change their perception? And they're such sponges for information that if all they're fed is basically it's as simple as this, release a video, make sure it's so crazy and so wacky, doesn't matter if it's disrespectful, mm. doesn't matter if it offends anyone, yep. doesn't matter if you criminal you incriminate yourself, like just release that video, it gets attention. That's all we're taught that disrespect you know, just doing some stupid things and incriminating yourself, damaging your future is cool. And that's because you've got people like Bad Baby. You've got people like Takashi 69 that built the yeah. whole image of that. The only, like, here's the thing. The only thing I respect from those two that I've just mentioned is the work rate. The fact that they've actually capitalized on that little bit of stardom that they got that's the only part that I respect out of all that they've done. Because to get there, I wouldn't say it's easy. It's definitely not easy. Not everyone releases one video and goes viral. But, you know, the fact that they've gotten to that stage where maybe they've released a certain video or they've done something on Instagram and they've amassed a certain amount of followers, both of them do music. Their music is booming. Whether we like it or not, their music is booming. I heard people saying cancel Takashi when he comes out of prison because he snitched. Fam, that guy came off, came out of prison, went on Instagram live. He had... Stronger. Two, fam, imagine. <laughs> like, his live was booming. So cancel this guy. And obviously, cancel culture is another episode completely, but it's like... Yeah. Imagine being so famous that even after you've snitched and you have pretty much the world against you, you come out of prison and you're now even better than you were before you got in. And it's that's all our kids see. Like, it's mad. And, like, I'm going to tell every audience member that is listening right now that, fam, this stuff is not easy, man. It's not easy. If you're doing it the right way, if you're... Imagine, if you're doing it the right way, it's not easy at all. To be in the process of starting, 
is difficult in itself. To carry on going is even harder because when you're starting, all you've got to deal with is trying to come up with the right kind of video for your viewers to watch. I will tell you right now, there is no right video because all that matters Uh is you being true and authentic to yourself, releasing the content that makes you happy, the content that you believe in. You see us, you do music, you release music talking about real topics, spreading truth, complete truth in every song. I'm over here posting on Instagram, posting on Twitter, posting on Pinterest, releasing real truth, truth that people need. We're building our platforms based on how we are in real life, not how we want people to think we are. I don't know if you've seen on my stories sometimes I publicly rip myself apart. Not because it's cool to do so, not because of uh, wanting sympathy. There's no self-deprecation going on here. All it is is, I don't want anyone to see me posting all these quotes and all this knowledge and thinking, ah, this guy's so great, da-da-da-da-da. You aren't... Yeah, I I get you. you. Like, you aren't supposed to idolise human beings. Human beings are not idols. And if you worship human beings, you need to take a step back and think about what you're doing. The only person you should be worshipping is God. Human beings are subject to temptation. Human beings are subject to failure. So you see this Takashi and Mm. Bad Baby that you're idolising and you think are so cool because, you know, they've got millions of followers. They They quote millions coming into their bank account every year. Like, what you need to realise is those people are living lies. That's all they're living. Yeah. They, yeah. they only put out what they want you to see. And the sooner you realise it, the sooner you come to peace with, okay, I've got to go on an actual journey to where I feel comfortable with putting out a certain type of content to where I get authentic listeners, I get authentic readers, I get authentic watchers, you know, pre in my content every day, every week, sure. every month. And it's like the public, especially the kids, and it's because they don't know any difference. So I can't blame them too much. They don't know any different. When you idolize lies, but later on in whoever's career, you want to now seek the truth. Takashi, he was idolized for being an instigator, for aggravating people. And later on, people were ripping into him about lying about how he was, about him going on the streets of Chicago, walking around and saying, oh, yeah, I'm here, I'm here. And all the people that were after him were like, bro, we don't see you, we don't see you. It's like he came out with security guards. And it's like, so you idolised him before for lying. You're now tearing him into pieces for now starting to reveal his character. Not through choice, it's because he had to. And then now you're idolizing him again. So where do you stand? Kids need to understand that. Build your platform on an authentic persona. Make sure that what you're putting out is who you are. Because if you're trying to put up a fake image, a fake facade of what you do, what you earn, where you go, eventually you're going to be caught out. And once you're caught out, Anyone and everyone can rip your career apart. That's the truth of it. So you need to 
get away from the insecurity of our oh, people and watch this people don't like this kind of video if you're passionate about it and you actually put effort into creating and you actually create in masses good quality content obviously but you create in mass maybe five videos a day yeah maybe six posts a day whatever it may be there are people that are aligned with whatever vision you have and as soon as you start to accept that and embrace it then you'll begin to reap the rewards of your hard work but it doesn't mean it'll happen within the day. yeah bro. it doesn't mean it'll happen within a year there's always a quote that goes around saying people overestimate what they can achieve in a year and underestimate what they can achieve in five and that is so true kids yeah. these days aren't in it for the long run youth these days our age 20s and up aren't in it for the long run elders They're think not. they don't have They're time not, and so it's like who is really out here taking the risk some of us are taking a risk some of us are not and the ones that are taking the risk we're still subject to the same pain of not having maybe not having money not being able to go certain places maybe not being able to go on holiday you know it's all things we have to deal with we all have to deal with it but if you're doing something you love, eventually you'll start to reap the rewards, but you need to be consistent. Consistency is key in this kind of line of work, if you want to call it a line of work. It really is. It really is what makes or breaks you yeah. in this you know, field that we're in. So it doesn't matter if it's uh, entrepreneurial, it doesn't matter if it's in the corporate world, whatever you do, it's going to take time to get to a point where you've established mm. yourself as a known and respected individual in whatever field you are. Mm. Yeah, bro, 100, bro, 110, man. I agree with you, 110. You know, um, especially with um, especially in the line of work that me and you in, me and you are in, bro. I'm sure you've heard people say, "Yo, bro, man, like, you know, this 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 motivational stuff you're doing, man, like, it's dope. Mm. I respect it, but." But why not try doing things this way? You know, you, you you know you might you might get a quick result, or you know have you have you listened to doing this? You know, like you know you do gospel music, um, uh, you know uh, on your on your on your KD sings account and things like that. Um, I don't know, but I'm I'm sure maybe someone's come up to you and said, oh bro, man, this this gospel this gospel stuff you're into, man, man, that stuff might not sell, bro. You know, I think you should do it this way because you know I've I've had I've had those kind of situations too where I've had friends tell me, oh bro, man, like. You know, I, I mess with your music, man. It's, it's real, but no one really wants to hear that conscious stuff these days, man. Like, why not? Why not rap on the drill beat, or why not rap on a? Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not rap like this and talk like this and, you know, put this in there. You know, that's what the kids want to hear. Like uh, the other day as well, um, I I I got into a not an argument, but I had a conversation with a videographer, and he was telling me, "Oh, bro, you know, uh, why not hire out expensive cars in your videos? You know, why not wear chains and." But get a Rolex and oh, you, you, you know what I mean, every bro. Video to, ever, man. You know every what I mean, video and, ever. bro. For real, this dude was saying this to me, and I, I met him through someone I know. And I said to him basically, "Well, I don't feel like that's real, bro. You know, what I mean, that's not a real depiction of who I am. Like, you know, what I mean, I don't. I'm not. I'm not. Type, I'm not the type of guy to hire out expensive cars and wear chains and Rolexes. I wasn't raised like that, bro. Like, I, I was. I come from a humble family. We didn't really have a lot of money." You get what I'm saying? Even when, even when I was 
uh, you know, on the street doing what I was doing, I, like I, I, I was rarely buying stuff. You know what I mean? Because when when you grow up in a certain environment where you don't have a lot of money and things like that, you you, you learn how to do with what you have. Even when you get money, you you just won't really spend a lot because you're just used to doing with what you have. Do you get mm. what I'm saying? But um, I I I was like, nah, bro, like. I'm not feeling that. That's not me. You know, I'm not, I'm not wearing a chain and a Rolex and trying to flex like I'm this kind of guy, and I'm not. And basically, that led to me and him not seeing eye to eye and whatnot. Uh, and, you know, it, it just goes back to what you're saying, bro. Like, we have to be authentic to who we are, man. Whether that means not going, the, not going down the, the quick route, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, we literally have to take the stairs, you know, and the thing is, when you take the stairs, you actually benefit more. You you have longevity. You know, you 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 learn you learn consistency. You learn how to grind. You learn how to build. You know, but when you're taking the elevator up there, it's like it's just it's just it's fleeting. It'll come and it'll go. You know yeah. what I mean? And I think I think people like me and you, man, like especially in 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 the in the line of work we're in we're gonna we're gonna encounter a lot of people like that man they'll try and they'll try and derail us tell us nah man do it this way do it the way that's popular uh you may even lose we, we may even lose friends because we're doing what is so contrary to uh societal belief you know nobody wants to rap about god no one wants to rap about you know going against the system and going against uh you know what i mean no one wants to do that so when we're so when us two are here doing that, people are gonna look at us like we're Martians, like we're alien. Like, who are these guys? Like, who they think they are? Like, what do, do you know what I mean? Like, what what makes them different? You know, but it it, it will happen, bro. You know, and you know, for for, for dudes like uh, me and you, we will face the adversity um, because of what we stand for, and and especially for even being Christian <laughs> in the world mm. that tells you. You know, uh, uh, you know, uh, we, we God ain't real, da da da. So we are, we are literally, we are, we we are walking, we're, we're walking rebels basically to the system, you know. But um, for real, bro, man, we we just have to be authentic to to who we are. Because at the end of the day, we're doing this for God, man. We're not doing this for man's approval. We're doing it for the approval of of, of, of Jesus, man. So you know, exactly, exactly. So I want to ask the audience. So you know, feel free to send us a dm on any of our accounts i'll put a link down below or the cc podcast instagram is the Mm. fame on social media the social fame is that worth selling your soul for is that worth losing your dignity (laughs) for and disrespecting yourself and where you came from because me I was raised in a house where all I know is it's going to take time to get to where you want to be. You have got to be consistent with your practices, daily practices. You have got to work exceptionally hard. You're going to come to a point where you feel like you're making no improvement, where you've got other people casting doubt on you, where your vision, your dreams may seem unattainable to other people but all that matters is how you feel about what you're going after we often look at success Mm. even me personally i still sometimes look at success as outward 
success, external success, material possessions. But when of you, course, when yeah, you realize, human, man, yeah, yeah. when you realize that material possessions don't go with you when you die, they have no value. Mm. The only value they mm-hmm. have here is to show off. And who are you showing off to? Most of the people that you chill with, you don't even like, or they don't like you. <laughs> so, <laughs> and they're broke as well. Hundred. <laughs> so it's like, what are we really doing this for? If it's material possessions that do make you happy, I'm not going to demonize you for that. But that shouldn't be what you hold above everything else. Are you a good person that just happens mm. to wear designer clothes? Are you a charitable person that just happens to drive a Lamborghini? What is yeah, it yeah. about you that makes you a good person? A sociable person? A charitable person? A philanthropist? A humanitarian? Like, What is it about you that's, that shows that you have a bigger purpose? So, me being raised in the household I've been raised in, and... I'll ask, like, if you're raised in a similar kind of setting, is it worth losing your dignity for to gain social fame? Um, bro, I'm not gonna lie, man. Um, at one point, because of what uh, I was going through, you know, um, I was, I mean, I was boy, I was willing to lose lose it all, bro. You know what I mean? I was I was willing to, to, to lose it all at one point because of uh, what I was going through as a as a young man. So um, you know, I I dabbled in uh drug dealing, you know, I was uh I was um I was doing robberies and uh, you know, things like that. I was anything to try anything to try and make money, you know what I mean? Even though it may not be extra I think the type of sell your soul you mean is, you know, like uh kind of in Hollywood, you know, you know, kind of getting yourself involved in a lot of things too to get like that type of fame, you know, but I think it's all, it's all kind of relative to some, to some level, but I know what, I know the type of selling of selling your soul you mean as well. But, um, I mean, bro, I was kind of willing to, 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 to do all of that, you know? And, um, well, as far as the street goes anyway, but, um, when, as, as I got older, I started to realize that, you know what? Like, nah, man, like this ain't, this ain't me, man. Like, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, nah, this ain't this ain't really who I am, kind of thing. Like, even when I was doing music, I always knew I wanna, I wanna, I wanna be a conscious MC. I don't wanna, you know, be making music that music that don't make sense. Talking about girls and money and things that don't matter. I've always been on that conscious wave, so I knew I'd never sell out in terms of what I was writing, you know, and the music I was doing, but the things I was doing just to get by is, is you know, it, it's still a form of selling your soul. And um, I said to myself, no, nah, this, ain't, this ain't right, man. And, you know, the moment I had that epiphany, which was through God, I knew that, nah, man, like, no matter what anyone throws at me, man, like, you know, I still have friends today that, that pretty much tell me, oh, bro, you know, your, your beats, man, they're a bit old school, you know, like, try making, like, a drill, a drill track or try doing this, try doing that. You know, you can get more followers doing this, bro. I respect your, your music, but, you know, uh, uh, do it this way or put this in your video or, you, you know, and it's like, those are things that you know that the mainstream media like, yeah. but if I do that, I know that that's not me and I'll be selling my soul. Yeah. You know what I mean? So no matter what anyone throws at me, man, I'm going to stay 
in my own lane kind of thing, you know. Uh, as far as Hollywood, like, you know, you, you get, you got celebrities out there, you know, having sex with executives and, you know, selling their soul to the devil and, you know, doing all types of, you know, doing rituals and to, to, to get fame, like, you know, that, that stuff happens, you know, people have come out and exposed it. it. That type of selling the soul, I was always like a no, no, I'll never do that. Mm. But I was still selling my soul on the street. Like, people may not think, but it's all relative. Like, I was doing that to get money. That's, you know, selling poison to people. Yeah. I was selling my soul. So, you know, the moment I woke up, and it was through God, you know, even though I wasn't fully, fully devoted to God as I was now, I had one foot in, you know, the church, one foot out, go to church on Sunday, you know them ones, go to church on Sunday, mm-hmm. you know, pray to God, but at, the same, but, but at the same time, you're looking at girls in church, you know what I mean, like, oh, she's paying, you know what I mean, like, it wasn't good, but that's what I was doing, so I, I believed in God, God knew my heart, but I was still caught up, but for real, bro, now, like, God put me on, he's given me a solid mind, you know, of course, I, I'm, I'm human, I still, but I will never, I will never sell my soul, man, uh, because at the end of the day, man, life, life, life is, life is uh, fleeting. One day you're here, tomorrow you're not. You, I mean, you never know when death will knock and when God's going to call you back, man. And you want to be in good standing with God. And also, there's nothing as important as, 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 as your image. You don't want to just um, destroy your image just for money, just for uh, public perception, just for things that really don't have head and tail, you know what I mean? You don't want to destroy it, because I think what's, what, what makes a man is his values and what he stands for. But if your values can shake just because of money and, you know, trivial things, it says a lot about your spirit, you know what I mean? And I think if, if, I think, I think the, if you want to determine the strength of, of a man, take away, take away something that he loves and see and see um, see how he handles it, or put pressure on him, and see how he handles it, man. Just like uh, you know the um, the early disciples, uh, you know like Peter, John, Luke, you know the early disciples of Jesus. Yeah. They were all killed for believing in Jesus. You know they could have said, you know what, I I I I don't want to believe in Jesus no more. I don't want to be beheaded, and they probably would have let them go. But they were like, no, nah, I believe in Jesus. And because the Romans at the time, they were like, nah, we're not going to let you spread this religion about Jesus being God, you know, because it's, it's going to make the emperor feel insecure by himself. You know, it's going to make, it's, they feel like it's a threat to Rome. So all the disciples in, that were in Rome or different empires, they were killed. They, they could have literally said, you know what? I don't believe in God no more. I don't want to die. But under that pressure, they didn't sell their soul. They didn't fall. They were like, no, I believe, I believe in Jesus, in Jesus. And they died. And that's the reason why we, we even have the gospel today, because of the sacrifice of, of 12 disciples going all over the world, spreading it, being killed, you know, they didn't sell their soul. They stood, they stood, they, they stood rooted in their values and their belief. And I think that that's 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 a testament to the type of men they were. You know, and me and you, man, we're we're we're, we're strong men as well. And I know we won't fold, man. You know, what I mean, we won't we won't fold, man. Yeah, that's real. That's real. For the boys and girls, you know, I got advice for both. For the boys. You don't need to be a gangster to be good at rap. Most aren't. For the girls, you don't need to grow <laughs> up on Instagram to be famous. Because yeah. most that are famous for that don't have money in their pocket. 
Uh-huh. All this stuff, that's like the steps. The steps of the hierarchy of, you know, selling yourself. It's real opening up about, you know, the kind of life you were in before. Because that's authentic. That's relatable. Like, so many mistakes have been made on the back of needing extra money. Like, I'm a firm believer in the terminology that your parents' money isn't your money. And Uh it got to a point where I hated asking for money because it's like, I feel like I should be able to earn whatever I need. As long as it's not excessive, I should be able to earn that on my own, if you know what I mean, in terms of, you know, getting a job working. And it makes me feel some type of way to have to go to them and ask them for the little things that I need. And that's what drives you down, especially a man. That's what drives you into the thing of, you know, going back and in the shadows, just looking for an extra way to make money. Good money is not easy money. It is not easy money. If you're trying to earn good money, money that will last, it will not come easy. It will not come quickly either. The money that will come quickly is most likely the one that's illegal. Most likely. <laughs> um, it, imagine, college time. I was, I was looking for that easy money. When I tell you I got burned down, yeah. I mean, no bank would accept me to get an account, fam. It was mad. Ah, oh, shit, what if? Yeah, yeah. Imagine, ah <laughs> shit, them ones, yeah. Imagine I was and I was like preparing to go to uni, so they were talking about you know getting student loan and fa- oh bro, honestly. Mm. It was mad. And for the longest time I was like, bro, how could you be so stupid? Like you've never done anything like this before. First time you did it, all this has happened, like it's too much stress. Fam, only mm. God saved me to get an account that first year. And then a year later, they were sending me a letter saying they're going to close it again. And I was like, oh, God, what's going on? Ah, shit. So, imagine. And when I tell you I've prayed like I've never prayed before, there's only one time I've prayed with that kind of ferocity. And it's been in a situation Mm. where it's almost as intense as that. But I've prayed morning, evening, oh, bro, every day just for another chance because... I was like, God, if you give me another chance, I'm not going to do anything like this again. And that yeah. experience just taught me that, bro, you got you to fix up, like, get a job. You ain't, you ain't a kid that does something illegally. Like, you're not a kid that, you know, just commits crimes for the fun of it or commits crimes for money. Like, you know there's a better way to get whatever you want. And it's easy yeah. because you've got the experience to do so, so you know, abandoning what you know for what you want is very, very dangerous. It's a dangerous game to play. And, you know, that's just our experiences with trying to jump the queue. And we've seen the effect it's had. And that whole thing only got sorted out maybe midway through second year of uni. So all up until that time, I was thinking, God, if I go to the bank, they're going to ask me, why isn't my account closed? I'm going to be in so much trouble, this, that, and the other. Bro, it was crazy. And the amount of calls I had to make, 
the amount of letters I had to type, emails, all of that. That was not worth the few month, the few pounds I got. Well, the few pounds I was meant to get because I didn't even get it in the end. So that's the reality of it. There is no benefit, short term or long term. And if you want to say there's a short term benefit, there's going to be repercussions for that. When you when you decide to, the way I put it, sell your soul for short term gain, there is a price for it. There always is. Nothing like that is free. Always. The only thing that comes free is from God. And even then, all he requires is your thanks, your praise, your worship. That's it. So, mm-hmm. that's what I want kids to realize is you have better ways of getting money. And the kids that look up to these entertainers and want to be YouTubers and want to be singers or rappers, I haven't got an issue with that at all. I support that 100%. My issue is where that's all that you see. That's all that you want to be. Kids don't have an opportunity to explore because kids are mostly on YouTube. They're mostly on Instagram. They don't have an opportunity to explore the other avenues, the other sources of income they can make. And it's all because mainstream media, that's what it pushes into our faces. If you're hearing talk about Kanye West or Kylie Jenner or you know Taylor Swift or Future or the Will Smith and Jada entanglement issues and that's all you're going to talk about that's everywhere (laughs) like your attention is going to be drawn to that what you see is what you learn what you hear is what you learn and if you don't know any better that's all you're going to be able to talk to me about if you're coming to talk to me about the latest news that just dropped in the media about a celebrity. At a point, I won't care what you have to say anymore because that's all you can offer me in terms of conversation. There's nothing yeah. else you know, no knowledge yeah. you can impart. And the ability to impart knowledge and wisdom onto the youth, like, we're blessed that we know this kind of information now at 20, at 21. The ones yeah. that are coming up that are like 10 years old, if you can comprehend this message, listen to us because this is our perspective. You've got other people dotted around Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, uh, Fiverr. You've got people everywhere that can give you other perspectives, but you need to actually go and seek that information. There was a point where my Instagram was all full of girls twerking and girls in bikinis and everything. Like, like we got to the point real, where, you know when you're sitting with your parents or you're sitting with your friends and you open up Instagram and that's the first thing that pops up. It's mad. Shit. <laughs> yeah, bro, them ones. <laughs> it's, it's mad. So, good. I listened to a video um, of Prince Donnell talking about you need to change your social media pages. If you have liked videos of girls twerking and girls in bikinis, that's what your explore feed is going to uh, gonna feed to you. Because it's saying, okay, he likes yeah. this stuff or she likes this kind of stuff. That's all I'm going to put on the explore page. And so I had to make that conscious decision to say, bro, first of all, I don't want to be next to my friend or my parent and I've got a half-naked girl on my Instagram just like that. I can't say... I For can't, real, bro. 
Imagine the excuse like to say to your parents, Oh, I can't control what they post. But you can control if you follow them or not. You can control if you like the post or not. So I had to now make that conscious yeah. decision to unfollow the people that weren't adding value, the people that I weren't looking to for inspiration. And I'd say, okay, let me start to follow people like Gary Vee, Prince Donnell, Toby Nwigwe. He's a, he's a rapper that raps about this conscious stuff, that raps about, you know, the youth and the fact that they need to do things the right way. The fact that he's come from nothing and due to his actual ability to rap, his lyrical ability and his experimentation with different styles, he's starting to get his recognition. But this guy, there was a video that he was uh, an interview and he was saying, I'm going to release a video every week for 10 years. And in 10 years, if he doesn't make it, he can say, at least I gave it my all in those 10 years. That's someone who's no older than late 20s, early 30s. And he was planning to do that for 10 years. So imagine you kids at 10 that can't do something for 10 years consistently to see if you make it at 20 you've still got another 10 years so that's two decades to explore different ideas and see which one makes it no millionaire or billionaire was built off of one idea they worked waitress or waiter jobs they worked as a sales assistant in your sports direct they worked as a warehouse operative they've had multiple businesses and multiple streams of income that got them to the point where they don't necessarily have to work again, but either because they're trying to build something for the kids or the, you know, deciding to go into philanthropy or, you know, they're building up communities around them. That's why they carry on. So you've got to understand that if someone at late 20s, early 30s can say, I'm going to do something every week for 10 years, and he stuck to it until we started to blow up. And even still, he's releasing videos consistently to the point mm. where he can bless his staff with cars. He can bless his wife wife with a... Madness. Like, it's mad. And mad. Mad. Yeah, and you've got two decades to explore. And you can't put in the time and effort. Explore different avenues. Not everyone's made to be an entrepreneur. Not everyone is made to do it because people just cannot handle it. The amount of slack you'll get from your own parents because it looks like you aren't doing much on a day-to-day basis is crazy. And a lot of people cannot handle that. That alone will destroy them. There are nine to five jobs that you are actually made for but because the nine to five doesn't look cool because you've got influencers on social media flying around, you know, catching flights to here, there and everywhere. Like, yeah. that's, that seems more appealing. Yeah, I'll admit it. It seems appealing. But when you hear the story behind it, it really doesn't sound that appealing anymore. So that's where I want the youth to think and to begin to take time out to explore. Summer holidays... That is a period of time that you've got to yourself. If you're 16, get a job. If you're anywhere from 10 to 15, you can still get a job. You can still start a little business. Yeah, like a weekend job or something. Yeah, yeah. you can start something that will 
start to build your knowledge of financial literacy you can start to do something that will elevate your mindset overall you can do something that impacts your community you could be working in your local care home if you wanted to just ask if you can volunteer i'm sure they need people you can yeah volunteer at i don't know maybe a store maybe a local store you can ask if they need help lifting items packing items distributing items you never know but don't be ashamed to do it because you see another 15 year old making thousands maybe selling reselling shoes not everyone can do it Mm. and not everyone's going to make that kind of money doing that so that's what I want kids to know and I guess that goes on to a really important point of there are kids that will be listening at some point, maybe even now, that are that 10 to 15 age. Because those are the ones that I want to focus on a bit more with with this particular episode. What advice would you give to them? And even yourself at 15, because maybe at 15 you didn't know what you knew now. So what advice would you give to them? Um, the advice I give to kids uh, age 10 to 15 is um, if okay how can I say this I I would say and this will sound a bit dark in nature but I think it's good to it's good to let kids know now when they're young because I think we live in a world that likes to sometimes sugarcoat things and not be very direct with kids but I think we have to just tell them the truth you know, there's a lot of kids, as you as you as you rightfully said, bro, that will not be an entrepreneur. They will not be rappers. You know, they will not be artists. They'll, you know, and it's not because you can't do that, but not everybody, as you rightfully said, bro, is cut out for it. You know, there's a lot of dudes out here. You know, young young guys that want to get into rap. Only because of the of of, of, of of only because of the fruits of being the rapper, the fruits being you're on tour all the time, girls throwing their pants and their bra bra at you on stage, uh, you know having the clout. Have it. It's more so the fruits of being the rapper that you're concerned with. The fruits meaning the benefits. You know you don't really care about the artistry. You know you just want the clout, and that's what I see with a lot of young people. They don't really care about the art. Is more about I want the clout. I want to be a rapper, and what they mean by rapper is they want to be famous, mm. you know. And you know, like a lot of people want to be entrepreneurs just to have money, okay. But do you really care about owning the business? Is it your passion to own the business? It, okay, what what will your business provide? What type of service will it provide to the world? What 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 change will it bring? You know, uh, what's the what's your mission? You, you know, people don't look into those things. It's more so they look into the fruits of these things, the benefits being, I'm, I, I want, I'm going to be rich. I'm going to be a person of status. I can drive down the road in my Ferrari, pick up any chick I want outside, outside the, the, the you know, outside uh, a, 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 a jewelry shop in, in, in Hatton, Hatton Gardens or whatever, you know what I mean? And it's like, that's what they're looking at. They're not really looking at, um, they don't. They don't really have a desire for uh, for these things. They don't really have a passion um, for these things. 
So what I'll say to young people aged 10 and 15 is don't be afraid of taking the detour. There's many things at 15 I thought I I um I thought I would be by now or I thought I would do. And when I say I thought I'd be, not saying not not necessarily saying uh um I'll be famous or anything, but there's certain things that I you know I I predicted about myself oh, I, I, but by age 20 I'll be like this or I'll be and I'm actually the opposite and there's certain things I did that I would have never thought I'd be able to do like sorry bro I've taken a proper detour and I would have never thought that I'd take a detour in what in what I was doing you know what I mean and I actually feel a lot better that I've taken a, a, another another route so you don't have all the answers at 10 and 15, you know, so don't be afraid to ever take a detour in regards to what you want to do in the future, you know, because a lot of people dread that. Oh, I don't want to. But, but sometimes taking a detour is, is, is the best thing, yeah. you know. I would also say be yourself. Be yourself. That's the best thing you can do is be yourself. Authent- authenticity will open doors for you, you know, because pe- people can smell phony, man. They can look and they can smell phony. And even if they can't smell smell it right away, eventually they'll pick up the scent and they'll smell, man. There's something off about this guy. Just be authentic, you know. Enjoy the process of what you're doing. You know, a lot of the times people want, like I said before, you want you want a fast, you want a, a fast come up, you want to blow, you know, on the spot a few a few music videos. You want to blow. Like, I know so many dudes saying to me, like, I knew a dude that um said to me, oh, if I don't blow by if I don't blow by by the end of summer, it was like a few years ago. He said, to, I, met, I met him, he's from South End. I met him um, for a friend. He said to me, oh, bro, I'm going to drop a song. If I don't blow by summer, I'm quitting music. And I was like, what? <laughs> bro, he, he legit, bro, he legit said that to me, man. He said, if I don't blow by summer, I'm quitting music. I was like, but you probably, you probably won't blow. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not being that bored. Like, like, I said, to, I'm not being that bored to you, bro. But, you know, the chances of blowing are very, the, 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 like, the odds are actually against you. Like, more so the odds are against you. You know, like, and just because that song didn't hit, just because you didn't get the reception you wanted, it doesn't mean that there's not someone out there that that, that, that don't like it. You know what I mean? Mm. So I think, uh, you know, to, to the to the young people, 10 to 15, you're 10 to 15, man. Explore. Live your life. Maybe you're too young to even be thinking about, oh, my future, and just let life lead you. You know, you, you, you might want to be a rapper now, when you're when you're 16, 17, you might you might you might find out. You know what? I actually like cooking. I, I want to be a cook. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or you might find out. Oh, I actually like running. I, I want to be a runner. You you know like because because trust me, you don't have all the answers you think you do at fifteen. Like I thought I I thought I knew everything at fifteen, sixteen. I thought like no one can tell me nothing. I know about the world. I know, mate. I didn't know nothing about the world. I'm even learning more now. Like I don't know. You know, in school, you think you're the man. You think you know every like you don't know nothing, man. The moment you leave school, it's like someone slapped your face, and you just you've caught reality. Yeah. Like, whoa, you know what I mean? Like, you've really deep life because you're, you're 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 in school, so you're 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 covered by like this 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 world of school and education. And when you leave the gates, you know, after year eleven, you know, you come back home from after party when you leave, and you're like, rah, I'm actually. On my own two feet now. I'm I'm a man in society. You know what I mean? Mm. Like deep stuff. You know you deep. You're no longer a kid. So I think um, I think I think kids that are aged ten to fifteen should be authentic. Be yourself, man. Even if you don't love yourself, someone out there will. You know what I mean? But of course, 
learn to love yourself, but authenticity is key. I feel like, you know what I mean? I also feel like uh, don't beat yourself up. You're only 10 to 15 years old. Uh, you, may, you may find different passions, different things you like. So don't just put all your eggs in one basket. Explore different things. That's what, um, that's what I'd say to them too. And uh, also, I would say um, you need to not be afraid to take a detour in life. There may be things that you think you don't like or you may be like, oh, I'll never change. I love this. I want to do. Don't, don't be afraid of, you know, going in another direction because, like I said, you might find, you might find uh, that you actually like something else. Mm. And also, uh, uh, fourth, um, that you need to accept that you may not become that rapper you want. You may not become the entrepreneur you want. You may not become that artist you want because, you know, we live in a world where there's so many people doing it and you only hear about the victors. If you hear about Quavo, you know, you know um, Migos, mm, yeah, yeah. you hear about the Migos, you hear about, you hear about Pop Smoke, you hear about 50 Cent, you hear about Jay-Z. But there's millions of Jay-Zs out there that, that, that are better than Jay-Z, but they never got their break. There's loads of Pop Smokes out there that are better than Pop Smoke, but, but they never got their break and they never will get that break. You know, there are people, there are, there are, there are way, there's, loads of, there's loads of Migos out there that are better than the Migos, but they never got their break and they never will. So we never hear about the failure. We, we never hear the failure stories, but we always hear the success stories. And really, there's more failure stories. So failure isn't negative. You know, we, 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 we painted failure as embarrassing, like shameful. I, 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 didn't, I lost. I'm a failure. No, you tried. You're a winner, bro. You're a winner. Mm. You know what I mean? So I want I want the kids to keep these four things in mind. You know what I mean? Uh, that's not to say don't try, because you never know. It, it, you know, by God's grace, you uh, uh, He could allow you to be something. Because no one elevates in, in this world about without God letting them. So I just want the kids to keep these things in mind. You know, and uh, that's kind of my uh, my take on it. Yeah, man, that's very well put. In terms of my own addition to that, because you covered a lot. <laughs> you covered a lot. Oh, sorry, bro. No, it's, it's good. It's good. It's good. They need it. I would say, one, timing, as I've previously explained, understand it is going to take a lot of time. One thing that I will yeah. say, as a second point, work on your mindset. Mindset is everything yeah, with man, anything that you're doing. The amount of stress that you'll go through, the amount of negative comments you'll get, and it's not just from strangers, it's from people you know. People, people you know, bro. yeah. Now, those are the worst yeah. ones. They need to understand that that's what you're going to receive on the back of following your vision. But I don't want your vision to be your only focus the reason I say I don't want it to be your only focus is because if you abandon everything that you have at your disposal in terms of the educational system as much as it is flawed if you abandon that and you decide to focus on let's say being a rapper or being an artist the fact is if you don't make it what do you have to fall back on if you don't have the financial literacy, the knowledge that you need to create other sources of income, 
what do you have to fall back on? So now you're in a position where your vision didn't come true and you're now homeless or you're just managing to get by with your cashier job. I want people to be in a state where they're developing or have developed other sources of income aside from the nine-to-five or aside from the striving to achieve their vision. Because people, what people don't realise and what I want people to know, especially the kids, is that the nine-to-five, while it does pay your bills, while it does make sure you have a roof over your head, what it really does, if you decide, okay, that, okay, I want to become an author, you've still got to pay a certain amount of cost to get your book produced. It's not just writing the manuscript and writing all the copyrights and the blurb and all that kind of stuff. You've actually got to pay someone to produce the book for you. Your nine to five can pay for that because the costs aren't too much to where it far exceeds your nine to five. So your nine to five can fund your dream. It can fund your vision. So don't just look at the nine to five like, oh, it's dirty. Oh, I want to become an entrepreneur. I want to become good and successful. This doesn't apply to me. The nine to five applies to everyone. I've had a couple of jobs in the short amount of years I've been working or I've been able to work. I've had a couple jobs. I've bounced from job to job because mainly some was when I could work. That is something I want people to do. The time you have free, use it to put towards something. Utilize that time because a lot of us like to waste time. The weekends, we waste it. Holidays, we waste it. And if you add up those weekends and those holidays, you have a lot of you have a couple months to do something to educate yourself on everything and anything. So you need to start to fill your social media feeds, your YouTube, your Facebook, your Twitter with people that will actually add value to you, whether it's mindset, whether it's flipping products, whether it's real estate investments, whatever it may be, begin to explore it because you may dis- you may discover that you have a knack for flipping. You may discover that you are more interested in real estate and investing in how to start on that journey and how to scale it. You may be wanting to start your business. There's a good chance that your business, whatever it may be, could blow up. It could do well. But because we've put a value on success because you said okay I need to have X amount of dollars it's different for each one of us but because you said this is the amount of money I need to feel that I'm successful that's where you see the lack of clarity that's where you see kids saying okay it's only money that will make me happy it's not money success is determined by your health mentally physically, emotionally. It's determined by your output, how you affect the communities and the people around you. If you've had no effect on your family, your, your local community, even people that you don't know, if you've had no positive effect on them, you need to 
take a step back, rethink, and readjust because success isn't just for me. My gift will open doors for me. Your gift will open doors for you. Their gift will open doors for them. And the reason it's called a gift is because you have been given that gift by God. You then need to develop that gift. Every skill that you have, you need to develop to get to a point where it's valuable for other people to where it can be used to improve their lives. Hence the word gift. So we've gone through two processes of having a gift, a gift given by God and a gift you're giving to society. We need to break away from the thing. We need to do something controversial to gain fame. We need to do something controversial to open ourselves up to a larger audience. Controversy is cool until you have to tell the truth. It's all cool until you've now got all the followers that you've amassed now turning against you and demanding the truth. So I want kids to look at this to look at this like you've got time to work. You've got time to educate yourself. Educate yourself now. What you don't do today will be pushed to tomorrow. And it means that whatever you want to do tomorrow is going to be pushed even further. Eventually, there's going to be something that you've omitted, something that you haven't done. And that's going to be a gap in whatever foundation you're trying to build. So, I mean, are there any last thoughts on that whole tips and advice for, you know, the younger kids? Um, I would say to younger kids, um, just one more thing I'd say, um, you know, they need to remember they're not going to be young forever. Mm. Sometimes when you're when you're doing what you do when you're young, you feel like, man, I'm young, man. I can I can do this, whatever, man. Yeah, I'm young, man. I've got to live my life. You're though, but you're not going <laughs> to be young forever. And you know, the truth is, life actually starts at forty years old. There's so mm. many people we see on on the gram, you know in their yards and living we can only call them successful if they retain that till 40 and and, and beyond exactly you know 40 is really I, I don't know if you've heard that saying like 40 is where is when life begins mm. you know what i mean that's when your life really starts when you're 40 you know and if if, if you still maintain that lifestyle till 40 and beyond you're, you're successful you know a lot of kids don't really think about their future they live in the present like I did, I lived in the present when I was younger. I wasn't thinking about my GCSEs or college or uni. I'm surprised. I'm I'm going into second year of a university. I, I would have never thought I'd be going through second year. You know, I, I never I never saw past the day I lived mm. when I was younger. I would let's say to like today. Today is um Monday, twentieth of July, right? Yeah. I would live today. I would live for today. I wouldn't think about tomorrow. Or my future, I'm, I'm just living in that day, you know, that's how I lived mm. when I was younger, you know what I mean, so and a lot of young people live like that but I always still kind of felt about, I was, sometimes I was thinking about my future, my kids, sometimes you know what I mean, but mm. a lot of young people don't live in the present and that's very detrimental because we, we all aim to not just live in the present, we want to we, we, um, we want longevity we want to live our life 
So we have to think that what we're doing in the present will affect our future. You know yeah. what I mean? So a lot of young people you need to... I know it may sound like a very, you know, uh, adult thing, like, oh, I'm young, why have I got to think about my future? I've got loads of time. It's true. You do have loads of time. But still, you know, time goes quick, bro. I remember, I remember being in school, like, like it was yesterday. Time goes quick. You know what I mean? So young people need to uh, bear in mind, you're not going to be young forever, man. You won't. Well, well, agree 100%. So, guys. You know, and uh, Oh, yeah, sorry, bro. Sorry, bro. One last thing as well. I just remember this. So I just wanted to throw this in there. Um, a lot of young people as well need to remember a lot of the gimmick, a lot of the gimmicks you see people doing on Instagram, like KD mentioned, the girls, the girls twerking, the guys talking about, uh, I'm gonna kill you, da 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 da, you know, like like you know, uh, Takashi Six Nine, you know, talking about I'm gangster, test my gangster, you know, mm-hmm. all this type of gimmicks people are doing to get views and engagements and traction and messing with the algorithms. You're only seeing what's occurring at face value. Mm. Takashi Six Nine is regretting everything he's done. From what I heard last, he moves house daily because people are, are after him. He moves from his from one apartment to another apartment to another apartment. When quarantine is fully lifted in America, his life is going to be a nightmare. There are people that leak his address online. That literally, they day in day out, they're trying to find Takashi's address, leak it, and he's moving from house to house. But all, all because of the gimmicks he was doing before. You know, when he was with um Shotty and the whole Treyway, and he was making his beef in all these other rappers. Test my gangster. I can come to your city. I can come to Chicago. Now he's regretting everything. I see Takashi man on 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 Instagram lives and all that behind that facade of, oh, I'm doing numbers, man. Uh. Platinum. I'm a platinum selling artist, man. Uh, I'm doing uh, uh, number one on the billboard. His, like, I don't know about you, bro, but can you see the bags under his eye and how red his face looks? Like, he's not he's not getting any sleep at night. He regrets everything, but pride. It's his pride. He doesn't want to admit it. Bad baby as well. She's regretting all that catch me outside stuff. She she's regretting it, man, because you know people come up to her. People always, um, you know, people always, um. Uh, you know, um, send for her unprovoked. You know, like you know, sometimes yeah, she does does some, she does do some stuff. Sometimes she's just being herself, and people still send for her. And it's it's because of it's because of what you said, bro. It's it's, the, it's what they built themselves off. So now they can't maintain that image. Like just like a lot of dudes I knew, there were dudes that I knew that uh, uh, not even dudes that I knew. Every guy on the street, including myself, every guy on the street that that's had any type of rep. You, you, it gets to a point where people come to try and test you, you know, people want to beef you to, to get a name. And it gets to a point where you're physically tired. You can't maintain that rep anymore because every day you're fighting. Every day somebody, you're hearing there's people, people in, uh, in the area looking for you. You're hearing you got this beef, you got this. You get tired and you can't maintain that rep of always fighting and being that because, you know, you get tired. You know, humans... We're, we're not supposed to live a combative life, you know, but you get tired because on the street you build that reputation, and it's and it's the same kind of dynamic, you know. You, you can't you can't maintain it for them. That's why you hear stories about popular gangsters being killed or 
caught lacking or beat up because they get to a point you can't maintain that rep even in even in, in, in the street world and in music as well like with Takashi and Bad Baby and um uh uh you know the little Tays and all these all these gimmicky rappers you know so young people need to understand that what you're seeing at face value as you said before is not true a lot of these guys regret their life but pride pride will not let them say the truth you know I see a lot of interviews with celebrities coming out talking about Hollywood and they, they, they literally, they, 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 you can just tell they're tired. You know, they, you can tell that they were deceived going into Hollywood. They didn't know what, what they were really going to see. You know, so I want the, I want the, I want the, 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 the youth to know that all of it is entertainment, just like, just like porn, bro. It's entertainment. Like you watch porn, that's not real sex. Like you don't know, like it's literally, it's, it's, it's like a movie. You know, like. Like bang, 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 then change position. Like, that's not real. It's literally scripted. Yeah. It's fake, and it's detrimental because the youth will now copy that. You know mm. what I mean? The youth will now copy that, knowing that well, that girl, that girl was drugged up. You know what I mean? That's why men are out here, you know, m- m- making their girlfriends do impossible shit. You know, and, and she can't do that because mm. she's not a porn star. But you're taking this stuff as reality, it's entertainment, just like the music industry. You know, and we're trying to make entertainment. Um, uh, reality. That's why dudes are out here being killed as well. You're watching these gangster rappers putting guns in their video. You're out here walking with guns, beefing, and you're getting killed because these rappers is entertainment. A lot of these rappers aren't even gangsters. So, in in in, in layman's term, in layman's terms, what I'm trying to say to the youth is, it's all entertainment. Don't let it get to your head. It's all entertainment. It, and no matter how real it looks, no matter how it's it's all entertainment, man. You know what I mean? And you need to differentiate entertainment to reality, you know, and it's hard to do that when you're young because everything everything seems so real, but it's entertainment, man. Yeah, man. You know? That is, so you see, guys, what I'll say to you is a word is enough for the wise. You know, if you need to play this message. Yo, my mum my mom always <laughs> says that stuff to me, bro. My mum, she loves that saying, man. That's a really good saying, bro. Fab, I think I've just aged yeah, myself man. 20 years by saying that, honestly. But you see, you see, guys, that is, you just dropped that in, that you can use, not just now, but many years into the future. So if you have younger siblings, pass this message on to them. I would really advise that you keep up with, you know, this episode and the next one. The next one we're talking about dignity and waiting and the pressures of parents, because that's also a thing that Phil needs to be touched upon. So I'm not even going to tell you, you know, I'm not going to keep you waiting about what we're going to talk about next week. Dignity and waiting, the pressure of parents. Make sure you stay tuned. It's KD and Young K. Next week, Sunday, 6pm, episode drops again. We'll be here. So if you have any questions, DM either of us or go to the CC podcast underscore page on instagram and you know just connect with us let's build a community hashtag cc community let's 100. go 100 100 let's go let's do it man yo it's a pleasure yeah, man. man always good always good these talks get me for real hopefully we can get a visionaire on here soon man you know i, 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 I want to meet so, you man, man you know
man. It's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. Yeah, man. All right. See you later, guys. Peace.